This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. They've asked me to ask you to hit pause in a moment and write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. You will not miss anything. Hit pause. Okay, they say thank you, and you didn't miss anything. Enjoy the show. It's Sunday, October 6th. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. Columbus Day is a holiday, maybe history. For years, Columbus Day has been controversial. People are increasingly not grateful to Christopher Columbus. In areas around the country, Columbus Day is being replaced by what some say is something more inclusive. Those voices are discussing Columbus Day, a holiday on the second Monday in October, where people are meant to pause, consider history, and think to themselves, does this mean I don't have to go to work today? Columbus Day purportedly marks the occasion when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 and discovered America, setting anchor outside of a Walmart to buy a handgun just in time for Black Friday. To be specific, Columbus is believed to have landed somewhere in the Caribbean and ended up ravaging the region through disease and an exploitation of the indigenous population. In other words, he took a cruise to the Bahamas, which is American as it gets. According to the calendar that comes with my phone, Columbus Day is not a nationwide holiday. It's celebrated in some states, like Ohio, which has a city name for Columbus, and New York, which has a shape name for Columbus. But it's not celebrated in states like Florida, and not just because they don't understand why it's not spelled with a K. In some states, Columbus Day has been replaced by Indigenous Peoples Day, which honors the Native Americans who lived across the continental United States for about 15,000 years before Columbus's arrival, for about 24 hours. And just like Cleveland, that's not the only alternative to Columbus. The city of Sandusky, Ohio, for example, just announced it will no longer honor Columbus Day and instead will allow municipal workers to take off Election Day. Now, I think that's a great idea, though it is surprising that that's the thing that Sandusky, Ohio wanted to change. That's like the city of Jared Fogle, Nevada going, okay, okay, we've heard your complaints and we're going to open a new post office. The, uh, <laughs> the, the bank holidays aren't the problem. Anyway, people have talked for years about making Election Day a national holiday to boost voter turnout. You wake up, you vote, and then you do whatever it is you do on a holiday, like light off some bottle rockets in a church or whatever. But giving someone a free day off with an asterisk isn't really that effective if there aren't any consequences. When I was in college, all classes were canceled in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Instead, we were all supposed to attend some sort of event in honor of Dr. King, like a lecture or a discussion. But there were no repercussions if you didn't go. Nobody took attendance and it didn't count towards anything. Unless, of course, you count the values of tolerance, equality, and fighting injustice as anything. They even put up signs around the campus stating, it's not a day off, it's a day on. And they were right. They just forgot to add the words, the couch. Don't get me wrong, I think it's a very good thing to carve out specific times to help people carry out their civic duties. But instead of replacing the second Monday in October with the Tuesday next after the first Monday in the month of November, we should be pushing to make voting happen on the weekend, like in Australia and France and Japan, all of which have higher voter turnout percentages than us. It's not that I don't want another free day off during the week, of course I'll take it, but I think you'd get a hell of a lot of people to vote on a Sunday just as an excuse to get out of whatever else they were supposed to be doing on the worst day of the week. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. My guest today is Shane Ross. He's a football coach for Washington State University. Shane, thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. On Tuesday, 
OJ considered some of today's most controversial NFL players. Hello, Twitter world, yours truly. All the conversation is about Montez Burfick. But what about the Raiders, though? Uh, Antonio Brown? Uh, Montez Burfick? Who's making that decision? I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Coach Gruden assured everybody in the organization that he could handle those guys. Not. <laughs> Shane, what do you think about what OJ had to say? There's no doubt in my mind, Antonio Brown and Montez Burkett are great players, but as a coach, you just got to ask yourself if they're worth the headache. And in my opinion, they're not. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Shane, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Greg. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other weird apps. I'm at underscore Greg Ott. I don't even know why I bother telling you this. See you soon, and by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean uh, feel you soon. And by feel you soon, uh, uh, I mean uh, see, touch, smell. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, five senses bit is... It's a bad bit.